five years in, she's like, my life would be better without you in it. And so would our daughter. Like, that's not the guy that you invite on your podcast. Yeah. That's fucking not getting it. And, and, and thinking so delusionally that the weekend before she left me, I was telling my buddies at a re- mastermind and I'm like, yeah, things are great. Only to have her FaceTime me and be like, yo, I'm going to help you move into our house, but I'm not actually going to stay. Real business, real business, real Whatever your situation is currently is not your forever situation. That's really what real business owners is, man. Like, we don't care where you come from. Yeah. Where are you going? Our goal and our job is to reduce the mistakes that you have to make or the money that you have to lose. You want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be successful? Don't give up. You learn, adjust, and continue to move forward. Welcome back to the Real Business Owners Podcast with myself, Trevor Cowley. As always, Kilo G. What's up? We have uh, Mr. KY. He's the individual that puts lubricant back in the marriage. Yes. Mr. Keith Yaki. <laughs> Thank you. I right? like that. Um, good. I'm still waiting for you to use that tagline somewhere in your marketing or on your yeah. socials. Nothing? Well, you know. You were worried I trademarked it and you'd have to start paying me or what? Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. You know, I just want things to go smoothly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. why I said you're, you're the KY. KY you you, you help make it happen again. Get yeah. the friction in the sheets. You I know? asked Jesse, you want a peanut butter and KY jelly sandwich? Yeah. She's yeah. like, yes, please. <laughs> that's, how we, uh, that's how we start a podcast that's with how we open uh, it. Mr. Yaki. That's my opening. Yeah. So what's good with you, man? What have you been up to these days? You're still, you know, uh, doing the the married game. Yeah. You know, I know Kel's uh, a part of the Ascend Brotherhood as yeah. well. Yeah. You know, yeah. you guys are rocking and rolling there. Yeah. What What was the idea behind the Ascend Brotherhood? Because it seems like you guys get together and do some pretty cool stuff, right? Like, yeah. It's great. It, uh, being around other dudes who are committed to really wanting to, like, grow and become themselves where you can be honest and open. Like, Hey, I'm yeah. really struggling with this. You know, I hate my wife today. I, 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 I'm sucking at this. And I need to get better. Or I'm also a place, also a place where you can go, I'm crushing it. And I know there's going to be this group of dudes. That's going to be like, clubs. yeah, you like, yeah. like genuine, like fucking, yeah, you. Yeah. And we say that, you know, one, two, yeah. three, yeah, you, it's like, it's this group of guys that just, um, you know, one thing is I have a close set of friends that I've had for a long time. And yeah. they all say like, Keith, dude, you bring so much joy into our life. Like mm-hmm. you, 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 you switch our brain of thinking this way to this way. And we really like that. We like it when I'm in that headspace. Yeah. And I go, well, what, what every business guy I run into is like, man, I don't experience the joy I want in my life. And so I think that we called it built for joy so that you could come and experience joy. So I'm always thinking of what fun things can yeah. we do together. Yeah. And boy, do we got some wild ones coming up in January. Like oh, good. We, we, dig, we dug deep in the bowl on this one, and I was like, <laughs> that sounds crazy. I think they're uh, going to love it. So well, it's that. It's like, yeah, yeah. A, real, like a real brotherhood. Yeah. Um, As opposed it, to, like, we've all been part of masterminds and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. We talk about business, but it's more like because we're business dudes, not like what are your numbers, what are your this, what are yeah. your that. Yeah. It's more like, hey, we want to we want to be more in shape when we get back next time. We want to be... Uh, more abundant in our finances, and we want to have like relationships that really kick ass. Yeah, yeah, that, and and to be quite honest with you, I mean, I think that that was a big part of what's missing in most masterminds, mm-hmm. um, and that's why we made the adjustment in our mastermind. It was like day one's more classroom style, right? And, and then we do some breakout tables, and then day two, it's all about an experience. How 
how often do business owners or entrepreneurs really go out there and treat themselves and actually just let loose and have fun? Yeah. It just really doesn't exist because everybody, I mean, in this culture, it's, you know, grind, 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 yeah. you know, hustle 24 seven. And people are doing that, you know, at what cost, Yeah, right? They don't have happiness. They don't have any peace. They're really just not focusing on themselves. They're focusing on doing whatever it takes to try to look the coolest or have the most money. When in reality, uh, when, when we had our meetup here, what it was like two weeks ago mm-hmm. and we went out on the UTVs and, you know, was ripping it up out on the sand dunes and, you, guys you know, a good time. Yeah, it, it? Was, it was a good time. Yeah. You know, people were laughing and like I sat back just for a second was like looking at, you know, these guys just laughing and really enjoying each other's company. And the reason why I asked about kind of what the thought process was behind yours is because that's what it kind of, it feels like, right? Yeah. Is, is we're taking just maybe a page out of your book in that regard of, you know, trying to bring joy back into people's yeah. lives and make them laugh and happy again and utilize that for kind of our day two, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's a tough balance because most people want to join a mastermind for the numbers. Yeah. Like let's get richer. Yeah. You know, I want to solve in reality, the reason why they want to get richer is because they're lacking somewhere else in their life, whether it's joy or happiness, and they're hoping that the richness fulfills this yeah. need that they're lacking, right? I and agree. so it's like, how do you how do you balance those two? And I think from what I've seen on the outside and what Kel does, you know, after coming home, seems like you do a great job of, of uh, you know, putting a good balance to, to both of it. So Yeah, we have yeah. a blast. Dude, it's hard. It's hard, like, uh, uh, for our mastermind or your the Ascend Brotherhood, it's like, you're always trying to like, man, I got to get there. I got to get there. And it seems like this thing, but once you get there, it's yeah. like, oh man, I needed this. Yeah. Right. You go yeah. home, you go <laughs> home feeling refreshed, but dude, the guys are so special in there too. Oh, you know? dude. The way I reframed it in my brain was like, you're not investing in a group or a brotherhood. What you're investing is you're saying, I'm investing in actually carving out time on my calendar to go experience joy. Mm, yeah. That was, it's like, I'm, it's just a down deposit for these next six dates on my calendar i'm gonna go experience what you just talked about like i it's gonna it's gonna be tough to get there it's it's fuck the flight the drive the whatever and then you get there and you're like this is why i come back every time yeah Mm -hmm. so i i'm like always seeking like what can can what container can i create for us to actually have real like i I call it fellowship you know what i mean i like real fellowship that's like heart to heart um we went to the desert last time that blew my mind um, I'd never seen so many stars in my life. I feel like I've genuinely met God out there, like in a very real way. I was like, okay, whatever all these books are writing about, they're trying to talk about this thing, mm, this person good. that's hung all these stars. Because no matter where you, we end up sleeping under the stars. That's like cool. I didn't even sleep inside. So it was this thing like, what if we could all go experience that thing yeah. together? And that made my mind go nuts. Like, so every other ascent, I want us to go do yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. Like hike, camp. Yeah. Something because when you do shit with somebody, yeah, like yeah. I believe our relationships build like elbow to elbow, shoulder to shoulder, way more than 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 kneecap to kneecap. Yeah. Well, and men just need men too. Like yeah. it was such weird timing too because like I I have a I have a therapist right mm-hmm. that that I see a couple times a month, once with the wife, once on my own, and he starts going down like this uh, this path with me that he knows I need, right? And he's like, I need you to read this book. And the first one was No More Mr. Nice Guy. Mm-hmm. And it's like all about 
men's groups. Like men need men. Yeah. Women need it too. It's nothing yeah. against the ladies, but it's like, dude, it really they is. They find it themselves though. They're going to find someone yeah. to talk to. Exactly. They won't. But he's like, you need to, you need to join a men's group. I'm like, dude, I just did, you know, like yeah. it's just weird timing, you know, but oh my gosh, man, like, like men need that. They need that other, that camaraderie, that fellowship that you yeah. talked about to show up better for their wives and their women. And when you can get that back on fire, it's like, yeah. you know, all the, all the business shit starts to, starts to get easier when you get your relationship on fire. You have other men, you are sharing that type of bond, those experiences yeah. together. So Anyway, yeah. I'm super grateful you did it. You know, well, I, I mean, cool I, I call that an anchor experience. It's it's an it, it anchors that relationship. Yeah. If me and you go jump out of an airplane right now and go skydiving, and we've never been skydiving before, by the time we hit the ground, even though we weren't shoulder yeah. to shoulder, so to speak, and like why we're falling out of the plane, yeah. we still land and we have this emotion. Yeah right? These chemicals that are going in our body and like we're visually seeing each other and we're both experiencing the same thing together. Shit all of a sudden, together. yeah, we shit our pants together, right? And yeah. how many friends do you shit your pants with, right? Yeah, and so many. that's called an anchor experience, right? Very Where true. you're anchoring that relationship through these various experiences that they don't have with anybody else, yeah. right? So like when we, when we do that, we've you know, we did helicopter rides. We did the yacht in, in California. Yeah. Um, we did the UTV thing. So it's like trying to figure out just what you're talking about. How can we give this group of individuals an experience together that maybe they've never had or only had maybe once or twice yeah. to deepen the relationships? Because the power really isn't an individual like myself or Kel or even you. It, it's in the group, yeah. right? Yeah. You're facilitating yeah. something special to happen by bringing people together and creating the space for that and then just kind of watching it happen. Right. Yeah. And so, um, you know, and, and again, dude, I think that you're <laughs> doing an amazing, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I built it for me too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I get giddy. I can't wait. We've got yeah. jerseys. I'm, I'm that, I'm the guy that likes making us all jerseys and yeah. getting us. And we had a buddy of ours that, uh, fought in the bare knuckle fight, like mm -hmm. us doing all that and seeing, being front row and seeing that we were just losing our fucking mind. Yeah. Know? So, yeah. yeah, dude, it's been special. Dudes being dudes with other dudes that they respect, yeah, really, you just catch so much. Like, you know, yeah. those things that are taught and things that are caught, I catch a lot from the guys there. I'm like, oh, okay, that's how he thinks about it. And mm. it's just, sometimes it's the most subtle thing, too. You're yeah. Like, how did they approach, like, uh, I can give you an example that the guys always bring up to me. I always pay cash everywhere we go, wherever we go, to cut the line. I cut every line. You, you've seen yeah. me do it a million times. So there's this beach shack down the beach that we all go play spike ball. Yeah. Uh, we do the last time we did the medicine ball, volleyball. Oh my gosh, we got to do that again. That was the craziest thing ever. But we go there and the line in the summer is, it's like you'll wait 45 minutes. Mm. But we go there and I just tap on the window. I know them now. And I just go, hey, and they meet me by the side door. I go, hey, I give them a hundred bucks. And I go, there's another one at the end. Just make sure we get great service. We go and sit at a table. They come out, take our order. We're eating our order and finishing up by the time people are actually getting up to order. And yeah. people are like, hey, can, can you take our order? And they're like, no, 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 just for yeah. these guys. Well, I did but that. But we do it I, everywhere. I did that in New York. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, what's that? Uh, you know, you remember that show on VH1? It was like Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous or something like that, where they talked about like the most expensive desserts or this. Anyways, there was a spot in, uh, in New York that my lady wanted to go to, but I had a terrible hangover. And it was cold. It was the winter. I didn't want to stand in line. And so I 
you know, did that. Yeah. You know, I was like, I wonder if it'll work. I mean, this was years and years ago. Um, <laughs> it works. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, they're like, I was like, how long, you know? And they're like an hour. And so I pulled out some cash and I said, how long? And they said, hold on one second. Yeah. And he gets on his little microphone and goes, we have a salt and pepper out here. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, so that's what it is. Is a little yeah. salt and pepper is, you know, yeah. you're, you're, yeah. you're, you're making it. And he it, says, hold always. on just one sec. Within five minutes, we were in the restaurant sitting down. So yeah. that's a life hack right there. Is yeah. Just, you know, carry a little bit of cash and always some pockets, you know, Dude. 20 bucks here, 20 bucks there. It goes a long way. Right, bro. <laughs> Especially if you're entertaining so, a group, you're leading yeah. a community. Yeah. It's like, dude, you know. Well, I don't want to sit. We do. Raise your hand if you like sitting in line. Yeah. <laughs> no one. Yeah. Dude, we. This happened. Okay, if let me give some very practical advice for the listeners here. Always walk with a wad of cash in your pocket because you you, you should always have five hundred to a thousand dollars in your pocket. I just doled out a bunch on my way here so i'm i only have like three or four hundred on me right now i was gonna i was gonna say need dude, we, we might yeah, yeah. I need a refill. Here, yeah. Fill me up. we you, might check you right now stand up throw it on the table that's right we yeah. have I, you know this yeah. Yeah. so because like we've walked to like rooftop bars in newport beach yeah. and and sometimes we have a reservation sometimes we don't but i never think that we need to because listen the person working that desk is maybe making 20 bucks an hour yeah so if you go here's five hours of your wages yeah. just to sit me there and it doesn't ever not work. There's mm -hmm. three negatives. So it must be true. Yeah. It, it always works almost every time unless it doesn't. And then you go, okay, well this wasn't meant to be. So like the life yeah. hack is uh, you pull up to a valet anywhere and they go, you're full. You just give them a $20 bill. They'll be like right this way. You go to a restaurant that's that's packed. You walk up with a hundred dollar bill. I mean, you could probably start with a 20, 40, yeah, 60, but yeah. I always just start with a nobody doesn't like Benjamin. Yeah, just Chris it's like, Honda. Hey, hey, here's our mutual family member. You hold yeah. on to him for the next <laughs> yeah. three months. And I'm gonna go. Cool. So I, I always say something clever and it always works because waiting in line as running experience, we don't like that. So yeah. if you want to be the man which is a part of our married game system. Mm -hmm. Like how to be the most attractive dude ever. Dude, every time I go and w see these guys with their women in these long ass lines, I just know that that girl's going, Fuck. why aren't I with fucking money bags McGee over there? Yeah, and you yeah. don't have to have that much money to pull it off. Yeah. That's so, so true. Well, I, are you sure it's about the money bags <laughs> or was it the D bulge? <laughs> you know, it could be both. It could be the big nut sack. Yeah, so it could be the nut sack. I haven't had too many people walk in the office with shorter shorts and a massive bulge, so. but except for Mr. KY here. So, yeah, um, I just talk I just, about feeling small in your own spot. You know what I mean? So, well, I'm glad we, I'm glad we hit on the Ascend Brotherhood, but that's like a pretty exclusive thing, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like he doesn't just let any guy come into that. And, uh, he invited both Trev and I down originally. And I just knew that was where I needed to be. So I was, I was stoked about that, but like, dude, your married game stuff is off the hook, dude. And Thank like, you, and I know like you're going through a little bit of like, uh, little repositioning on some of that as far yeah. as the, the, the men that you want to help the most. And yeah. so I want to give you like, uh, like some time to talk a little bit about that. Sure. Cause I know we're on a short one today, but, um, we've had several talks about like, dude, he's our guy for relationships. And I've been around you enough, a lot of hours now, like he really is a master at helping men become like rare again. Mm. Right. Cause that's what, that's what yeah. these women fell in love with is this, this rarity of this man. And then they lose it over time. And, and you really are a genius at helping them get it back. And so I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about like what yeah. Mary game does, how you help men, why you're different and, and, uh, you yeah. know, 
know, some of these guys that are listening, man, like we all freaking struggle with like trying to balance our, our love life and our business life and everything. And, yeah. you know, just, they need, they need some Keith Yaki wisdom, right. you know? All right. Fair enough. I'm here. I'm ready for it. So I think what a lot of guys are afraid to admit is that, that they've been ashamed to, they've been shamed by society or culture or church or something to not be able to say, I love fucking my wife. Yeah. I, I'm not going to be ashamed. I, I love sex. Every dude's got a penis. I know there's dudes there's dudes without penises nowadays. That's no, a little, there's not. That's Actually, a little different. No, there's not. There's not. You're there's, 100%. Yeah. There, there is no they, dudes. Yeah. Okay, but... There's a lot of mental health problems. Yes. There is. Amen you to that. Know, yeah. So, so it's but, like, um, we go... So sex in this, in our culture is a very interesting thing. And so a lot of guys aren't like able to just be like, dude, I actually love having sex with my wife and I would love to have more sex with my wife because what most guys are doing is they're guys like who listen to this podcast, the real business owners, there is either an abundance in, uh, money or they are on their way to abundance. And that Mm -hmm. abundance in money is driving them because they go, I'm a, I'm a creator, dude. I can create value. Like that's the thing that I think the three of us, if we were to get down to it, like we actually believe that men have penises. Okay. Yes. But the thing that we, I think really links us three is we love creating something of value that other people partake of. And they're so glad we created it. Yeah. Like the simple you've like, dude, I'm so glad you created it. I'm like, yeah, thank you, man. Because I know how much value it offers to me and to the guys there. I love that. So creating value for us is something like extremely important to us. And, um, when you go after creating value for so much and then you come home and you feel like you're of no value, it is a real mind fuck. Oh, yeah. and you're like, wait a second, I'm running the troops and leading them into the, 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 the charge here. And I come home and it's like, I punched a clock and now I feel like this employee over here, what, how did that happen? And guys don't know what to do with it. And they feel ultimately trapped by that, or they see the result of that mostly when they're, when they go, Hey, can we have sex? And they're like, no. And you're like, I'm not used to being rejected or denied when I want something as a business owner, I can go get it. And then it becomes this ultimate struggle. Like, well, man, I wish, and I said this about Jesse, I wish I found a girl that just loves sex. And I would call my best friend at the time, I think I married the wrong girl. Now you guys know Jesse, you've heard Jesse, she was on your stage, like, like, Jesse's the coolest human being on planet Earth, and she loves sex a lot. It was me as a man that didn't understand how to unlock that and understand what it meant to really be a man that would pull that out of her. And so that's what Married Game has been. If you can go from, like I did, such a piece of shit that your wife leaves you, and I don't think I've actually talked as much about that. If we could like take three to five minutes, not yeah. necessarily this three to five minutes, but in the show and like let people know how deep and dark it was for me because you guys know, you know, fucking general of joy yeah. and I'm on the upswing where my wife loves me now and things have been great for like yeah. seven years, but it wasn't that way. And so I think um, to paint a little context and I haven't done it on very many podcasts. If I, I, I don't even talk much about it yeah. for this reason, not that I don't have a problem talking about, it, but I go, does anybody really care? Like I only want my story to be, uh, told in as much as it's effective for the listener to go, okay, I can now want to listen to this guy. But dude, those were the darkest times of my entire life where I thought I married the wrong gal. Um, 
how this was my now going to be my second divorce, my second marriage. I'm like, how did I make the same mistake twice? Yeah. What a fucking idiot. Uh, when I did get divorced from my first wife, uh, it's because I cheated. So I was carrying around that guilt. My three young kids, it really rocked their world going mm-hmm. through divorce at like, I think they were like five, eight, and maybe 10. Oh, the worst. I ages. know, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> and I felt, I, I carried so much guilt and shame around yeah. there. But I was like, bro, I'm stuck in this relationship. So I felt radically stuck in that marriage. I got out of that marriage, carried a lot of guilt and shame from that, only to meet I went and had sex with hundreds of women because I had to prove something to myself that I was worthy in some weird way. And then I meet the girl that I'm like, oh, this is the girl I can't live without. And it's Jesse. And then five years in, she's like, bro, yeah, you, you, dude, my life would be better without you in it. And so would our daughter. Like, that's not the guy that you invite on your podcast. Yeah. That's fucking retard, dude. That's like not getting it. And, and, and thinking... So delusionally that the weekend before she left me, I was telling my buddies at a re- mastermind with like 300 badass dudes, like really badass dudes. And I'm like, yeah, things are great. Only to have her FaceTime me and be like, yo, I'm going to help you move into our house, but I'm not actually going to stay. So we what were, was great? Um, The delusion in my head that things were great. Mm. that's that's how delusional i was i thought wow we're getting along we're doing this and she's like so I'm at so, that point were your finances great were, yes. was your was your health great yeah my health was great my finances was everything so you, you was were great exercising you're making yes. money yes and i wasn't in lacking shape. uh prioritizing her okay like even showing up for her yeah she and, and so that's why we talk about the five dials a lot because those five dials are like the big five is the, my five biggest mistakes uh, do we want to talk about that? Yeah, here? Sure, yeah absolutely. Okay, cool. So uh, so it was a dark time. Um, as a guy who had sex with hundreds of women, I thought I understood attraction. I'm like, oh, I understand women. And I was right. I did understand women. But yeah. I didn't understand long-term attraction. I understood mm-hmm. how to get them to sleep with me and to be like, oh, my God, that was so fun. And then to be like, all right, see you later. We'll catch you in the next life. We're good. Well, if you say I do to this lady and that till death do us part, well, how are you going to keep her attracted to you? And that's where I dropped the ball so massively that I had no idea. And the biggest uh, shame of all of it for me was I should have known better. Yeah. God, I should have like, so the five dials are being a good parent. And I had three other kids before this one, before our Jovi. So I was like, you had three chances at this. You thought you would have known better. And Jesse goes, you're such a shit parent. I don't even want another kid with you. Mm. Like, so like, so that part I wasn't good at. So Oh, for one strike one, the partner dial is the partner dial where it's, I call it like the best friend dial where you can actually have real conversations about anything. She said, Keith, I feel so lonely in this marriage. I would, I feel more lonely than if I was single. So like, I just wasn't even spending time with her. Like who wants to like, you're you're trapped in a house because this dude's out making money and comes home and still does. She says, you, "Yeah, you come home and you talk about your business. You you sit on the you fall asleep on the couch. You 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 come home from your business. You talk about your business and you fall asleep on the couch. Like who wants to be with that guy? Yeah, zero people. Except because I was killing in the money and because we we're moving into our dream house. I'm like, we're I'm, good. I'm your guy. Yeah, I'm the guy. 
And she's and she's like, I, I don't care about any of this. This house, cars, I don't give a shit about any of it. Like, I just wanted you. You clearly are really checked out. So the best friend dial, the partner dial, is I was zero for one on that too because she's like, bro, I'm. So, she didn't even want to leave Jovi with me so she could go have a girls' night. And I stopped taking her on dates altogether. Like, I was, I was going to say, what what changed from the time that you guys were dating to being married? I... I, I probably assumed like a lot of guys assume, um, well, she said I do. So it's done. I did it. Yeah. Like so I treated do, do marriage. Do you feel like that you changed a lot? Like yeah, you, yeah. You, you were this guy yeah. in the first year or two 100%. or whatever, and then a completely different guy year five or whatever. Uh, the day we get together, I'm 192 pounds of tiger meat wrapped in barbed wire. Literally having women as I'm walking down the beach go, damn, that's a great body. Okay. To being 245 or 250 pounds and I'm more pregnant than her in our pregnancy pictures of with her and Jovi. I look more pregnant than she does. So it's like, well, hey, dude, like had I signed up on the day of 60 pounds yeah. overweight, then she would have been like, wow, I love your personality. But dude... Gaining 60 pounds, she's like, all I love is your fucking personality. So it put it, so, and that's our player dial yeah. about what does it mean to be a guy who dates his wife, shows up. And so I'm going to say a really bold statement. When we go through these dials, the producer dials the third dial. I was killing on that. Yeah. A lot of guys listen to RBO. They're either, they're either, they, they are killing it. They know they should be killing it and they're being lazy about something or they're on the road to reading every book and listening to every podcast in the world to become killing it. Because that's like we are hunters like that, right? So I had that business was doing multiple seven figures that year that she left me. So um, the fourth one is the player dial, and that is the being fun, being um, like like a dater again. Yeah. Like you like hey you want to go on a date? Like actually plan things. I thought about you. Like actually show up in the most attractive way. Be the shape you were in when she met you so it's not the bait and fucking switch thing. Because a lot of guys say that. They're like, dude, she's no longer having sex with me. It's like, yeah, well, I I know you want to do a lot more fucking, but you're not very fuckable. Well, here's, <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I'm interested to get your take on this one um, because this is one that I've heard before is, well, I'm really spending a lot of time like taking my health and my fitness seriously, right? And I'm getting pushback. Yeah. Do you have to do that every day? You know, there was, there's a member in our mastermind that's lost whatever 60 pounds or whatever, whatever it is. It's 50, 60 pounds. He looks great. Yeah. But he, he will move his body daily, whether it's 20 minutes, whether it's an hour, right? So he doesn't have like a minimum requirement of an hour every day or whatever, but yeah. he's going to, whether it's a two mile run or, you know, do the, some rows or whatever it is. Um, and that's, you know, something that he talked to me about and he's, and he just said like, look, dude, like I'm kind of starting to get flack. Like when I was 260 or 70 pounds, mm -hmm. nobody gave me any flack. You know, like when our friends came over, it was all good. We would just laugh this, you know, and now that I'm taking things a little bit more seriously and I'm committed to my health because I didn't feel good being 60 pounds overweight. Yeah. Now everyone's like, Look at you, you know, kind of doing the, they're poking at him a little yeah. bit, right? Almost like, oh, you're too, you're too, you look at you. Are you okay? You're so skinny. You're what, do you, what's wrong with you? Are you, you know, and, and like now there's kind of this gang mentality happening 
in the same environment that he was accepted when he was overweight. Yeah. And that's a whole new territory for him. And he was like, dude, it just doesn't even make sense to me. It's like, why the fuck didn't they come to me when I was 60 pounds overweight and saying, dude, you're fucking 60 pounds overweight. What the fuck are you doing? You're letting yourself go. Yeah. Right. And so he's like so confused that finally he's feeling good and he's doing good. And the, and the, the inner circle isn't really vibing with it. Spouse ain't really vibing with it because, you know, I mean, it's, he needs a new gang, you know, if the gang starts teaming on you, up. you need a new gang, a new gang. That's like, what but the what, fuck? But what, but what about like the, he's married to her. Well, one of them, one of them is his spouse, right? Dumper. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe eventually, but no. not necessarily. Uh, you know, my, my advice simply was like, dude, just, just keep showing up the way yeah. that you're showing up. Like you're showing up in a whole different way. And sometimes the tests that the universe or God brings to you are people that are closest to you mm. to see how bad it is that you say that you want this mm. thing that you say that you want. Yeah. Right. And so it's like, dude, you're going through a test right now. Just mm. keep showing up that way and show them that this is the new you. They might be like kind of testing you to see, are you really this person that you say that you are now? Because I've seen you go down this path a few times and then you fall back anyways. Yeah. So you've kind of made this invisible contract over here that you yo-yo back and forth, but that's not really you. You're going to come back to reality and you're going to gain your 50 or 60 pounds back. If you live like this for an extended period of time, they'll get to know that that new invisible contract that they have with you that they need to respect you for this 30 minutes or 60 minutes that you go do your thing for your own mental health. Cause it's really more about mental health than it is just, you know, tiger meat wrapped in barbed wire or whatever. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's cool too. But like yeah. the reason why we all should be moving our body is not necessarily be the next person to step on stage. It's just to feel good in our well, body yeah. and mind. Right. Dude, it's our vehicle. Yeah. Um, you mentioned something in there that I thought was really cool. Uh, it, it, people respecting you. Because they said, hey, you've died this a couple times and you didn't do it, right? Well, one of the principles that's the last dial we have is the power dial mm-hmm. is do what you say you're going to do when you say you're going to do it without fault. Yeah. Like, like do everything you possibly can to keep your word as best as you can. And um, that's why people don't trust. Like, you know, that's why I came up with that statement, you know, when the trust goes down, the lust goes down mm-hmm. is like if this guy is getting in shape, the wife usually is asking this question. Anything you change in your life, people are, there's a reason why they're asking. And uh, your wife specifically will throw up these types of tests. Hey, isn't this getting a little much? You taking this a little serious, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's because she wants to know what is your real motivation? Are you doing this because this is the new you and we can trust that this is who you are from here on out? Or are you doing this to get something from me? And that's most times the reason why. So I teach a very specific guy. Uh, I teach entrepreneur dudes that are married that most of them have kids, how to get their wife to want to have sex with them again. Cause they're like, how can I have all this abundance in this area and total fucking scarcity in this area? And they're like, I'm a smart guy. Like most business owners are smart. They yeah. at least have a drive for freedom more than mm-hmm. the next guy. Right. Right. So they're like, I'm doing all these logical things take out the trash, do the dishes, like all the, all the shit to hopefully get lucky. And then they're like, well, why didn't it work? And it's like, well, it's not because it's the, the answer is you're not fighting a logical battle. You're fighting a psychological battle. And the psychological battle you're fighting is, is this new version of you real? 
Is it here as a giver versus somebody trying to get something as a taker? And number three, um, dude, are you going to change back? So like, they're like, are you, are you, are you actually going to leave us? Cause all of us said we were going to do what you're going to do, but you're actually mm-hmm. the only one doing it. Yeah. That's why I genuinely meant that like he needs to find a new gang. And I'm, and I, what I mean by that is have the mentality of, I'm only going to put myself around people that support me and grow and, and, and cheer me on. That's why I like that. I love the ascend so much because yeah. it's like, we're like whatever momentum you do moving forward, we're fucking cheering you on. Yeah. Well, what about, um, you know, just me going through my own shit with my, with my marriage and you know, all the stuff. It's like, what about the possibility that for example, his spouse is like, Hey, like I'm glad you're doing all this shit. She probably likes that he's getting in better shape and everything, but it's like, but why aren't you putting the effort in over here? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, why yeah. aren't you being spontaneous? Why aren't you connecting with me? Cause I know that that's what yeah, my that's... wife cares and values way more than yep. even being in phenomenal. Yeah. She's not going to complain. Yeah. I'm in phenomenal shape, but she wants yeah. to connect. Yeah. She wants me to take her on date. She wants me to come up with spontaneous things and, yeah. you know, be that rare guy that you talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah. She wants that back. And so I think sometimes business owners, it's like, okay, I'm working on me I'm working on my business all day. I come home and I'm just like brain dead. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I can see, I can see business, business owners getting a lot of flack. Yeah. They need to, ch- we need to change the standard. Yeah. Let's talk to these business owners right now. You're not allowed to go home and say you're tired. Yeah. Like what if that was the rule? I wouldn't show up to this podcast and be like, guys, dude, this is going to kind of fucking suck, but yeah. I'm exhausted. You would not believe how early I got up today. You'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah. So if a guy says, I will never tell my family I'm tired, then he should do all the workouts and then he should come home and have more energy for them. Dude. I know we talk about that a lot. Yeah. Um, and I don't want it to sound super cliche, but it sounds, it sounds outlandish, yeah. right? Like, what do you mean? You can never tell your family you're tired. Well, you never tell your clients you're tired. You never tell your friends you're really tired. You're always up for the next thing. So, like, why is it acceptable to tell them you're tired unless it's in the appropriate time to be tired? Yeah. Hey, motherfuckers, it's 8.17 <laughs> p.m. Aren't we all exhausted? Yeah. Keith was probably already in bed 45 minutes ago. You know what I mean? Like, so... If it's late, hey, we're all tired, right? But when I get home, guys, I'm not going to be that good of a dad today. Why? Oh, you're tired. Then they're like, why is my dad always fucking tired? Yeah. Oh, because he's got this business thing. Well, fuck the business thing. Go get a regular job so you can come home not tired. They don't give a flying fuck about how cool you are or any of that. They're just like, are you willing to play Uno with me like you're actually playing Uno? And yeah. that's like my big three words right now. Yeah. Can we just teleport that into the people's hearts? Dude, for sure. Like, hey, you know, hey, dad, you know, like we want some effort too. We see you putting effort into all these things, including you. But like we need, we need some effort into us as well, you know? So that's where it becomes like if all you're doing is getting in shape and you're leaving, nobody else has any energy for you. That's why they're, they could also be why they're complaining. Yeah. But like this, this be here now, be here now mentality. Those are the three words that I've been really impressed upon me lately is like, we're like skating through things as opposed to. I want to be here right now. So have you guys played Clue, the game Clue? Yeah. I, don't know. I can't remember that, that's it. That's the one with the flip down where you... Uh, no, that's Guess Who. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. thinking I'm Guess Who. I'm trying to remember if I've ever played uh, Clue. I mean, like I've seen it. What but. room, with what uh, with, the, with the what weapon, who did the... It's no, like a who done it murder yeah. game. That's murder mystery. way over my head, bro. I Dude. think that's like six plus. <laughs> yeah, it's eight plus. <laughs> eight plus. I don't fuck with eight plus. Yeah. Now, I do do Uno. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Trouble. 
Trouble, yeah. I of love trouble. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and then the uh, no, sorry, <laughs> that's high level too. Candyland, I'll do. Yeah. Um, and then the, shoots and ladders. The, uh, Twister. No, the one that you guess who? Guess who? Yeah. You know, do they have glasses? Yeah. Do yeah. they have black hair? You yeah. Know? No, no. So no. it's like so. being there and yeah. going like I'm literally right here with you guys. That's it. Yeah. I got something going on after this, but that doesn't matter right now. Like it's. And, and presence, like true presence is actually living in the moment. So be here now means if I'm getting home and my rule is I won't be later than 520. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm always rolling in between 513 and 519 because it's just, I, I don't like a, you've got to be here at a certain time. That drives me. If it's my schedule, I like to, I try and implant soul around everything because I like floating from one thing to the next thing and being excited about it. Not like I got to hurry. I got to rush. Like, I don't yeah. like that. It's not yeah. my preferred way. Um, so it's like, all right, we're going to play Uno. I'm all in that presence yeah. of actually living in the moment. People go, oh, you're actually acting like you want to be here, which then gives them, says, this person values me. And when a wife feels valued, mm-hmm. she's like, fuck, dude. So you gain five or 10 pounds. Who cares? I, I'm with a man that values me, that loves me. So like this, this, this ability to give your attention to a woman that you call your wife and to date her still and to love her and to show up for her and to actually put effort into her like you would on a first date if you're trying to fuck some hot chick. If you put that same amount of effort into your marriage, dude, you'd be, 69 would be your favorite fucking number. Dude, it's so yeah. hard for business owners, but you master that. Like, you're not going to get the flag yeah. for the extra work you're doing on yourself if you're present at yeah. home. You know, and the friend stuff, I mean, so, I mean, dude, you do just outgrow your friends and stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, you need new crew, like you said, you know, but... Dude, I'll tell you, I know we got to wrap up soon. Um, like, I, I know you've seen some of this with, with me and my wife, me and Kaylee. Like, you know, we've been going through stuff. And she told me, she's like, when it was time to renew with a sense, she's like, you should do it. It's good for you. Because she has seen a change, right? It's like, yeah. dude, I t- put all the screen time limits on my phone. I started coming up with ideas of date night. Call the babysitter myself. Hey, can you can you take the kids on Thursday night? Like, I have a shipment of Wagyu beef coming in today. And the sitter's taking them tomorrow. And I'm just grilling her some find a five Japanese Wagyu at home, Ooh, you know, making her a meal like dude. And that shit, bro. Like that just means the most to them. They want yeah. connection. They want fun. Yeah. They want presents and yeah. your kids want presents. Yeah. So I, I would say who, whoever homeboy is, I don't know who we're talking about, but if he, if he masters that dude, presence, he masters that it's like, you can work on you, you can work on the business and you're going to have all the support in the world at home. It dude is, uh, it's true, I, true. I, I get, I guess, I guess the right response to him you know, after this conversation probably should have been, okay, if you're changing in that area and you're, you're growing and that's a positive thing in your life, your health, make sure you're growing in that other area as well by putting in the same type of effort that you're putting over here for yourself into that. So she says, oh, I'm linking the fact that he moves his body and he takes his health seriously with the fact that he also is stepping up over here in this area too, in our relationship. And so you can, you again, combine those two things. So if you're changing over here, but you're also changing over here for the positive, now this thing that you're doing that you were questioned about at one point is no longer questioned because she's going to associate the fact that you being more healthy means you show up better in the relationship. You nailed it. That's so, exactly right. That's that's yeah. probably the appropriate answer. Yeah. And or the appropriate question should have been is, well, 
are you sliding back over here and giving more over here? And if yeah. that's the case, if you're increasing here, increase over here so that those two actually uh, become almost the same thing. Yeah. You know, it's a, this they is a byproduct yeah. or a default yeah. of a better you ends up being better here as well. That's exactly right. right. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, that's the, the whole thing about all of this is you can get your wife to unleash her inner slut if you become the leader and understand how to do that and she wants it to be unleashed no woman said i can't wait to marry a dude have it become have everything become boring and my vagina dry up i never met one said that i mean like, there are nuns yeah but they didn't sign <laughs> but, the, they, they, but, but they didn't was, get married yeah so the vow so is they simple wouldn't be in the, marriage the vows day. are simple <laughs> man <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So it's uh, like, yeah. dude, it, it, the, I've just figured this out by winning Jesse back. I've helped officially over 300 dudes who've come through our program get their wife to want to have sex with them again. Yeah. I, it's my gift. I, it's yeah. Some people walk through the world and they know how to hit a golf ball. Some people can build big businesses. For some reason, I just have x-ray vision in this thing called relationships, and it's always mm. 95% the dude's fault. Mm. Always, yeah. every fucking time, every situation I get myself into, I'm like, God damn it, Jesse, the fuck is the matter with you? If I spend just 30 minutes with myself and mapping it all out, I go, well, looks like this one was on you as well, yeah. big boy. Mm. So, yeah, I wish we had so much more time. I've been, I've been learning this whole new thing about, you know, turning towards your spouse, like even in those moments of like, they just seem prickly, you know yeah. what I mean? But like just a simple touch yeah. and like what yeah. you say to them defuse them like that. Yeah. And it's all about outregulating emotionally, even your spouse. Right. And yeah. so when you say it's 95%, the dude's fault, it's like, dude, it really is like, yeah, typically you're, you are like expected to be the leader in our home and in our relationship. Yeah. And so there's a, there's a, there's a commitment you got to make to, to being better at regulating your emotions yeah. and then even helping her regulate her emotions as, as a leader in your family. And so I'm learning, I'm rereading right now, John Gottman's chapters on, yeah. on that in his book, because my therapist gave me that assignment, but dude, the stuff we've been going through and working on, I'm like, Oh my gosh, dude, he unlocked it for me. Yeah. I was like, Holy shit. I got to freaking step up. That unlock you sometimes. Yeah. It's like, if you don't like the path, then fucking start asking who's the tour dude, guide. You come home, you think your wife's pissed at you. It's so easy to be like, well, I'm going to give her space. They don't want space. Yeah. They want you to freaking connect with them and help diffuse it. Yeah. You know? Connection outside the bedroom leads to connection inside the bedroom. Yeah. yeah. So, How do people connect with you? Uh, they can go to at Keith Yaki on Instagram um, and then marriedgame.com is the best place. It's where I have uh, a really cool video that they can watch. And then I we have like, I think an email that goes out every single day and it's like tips, tricks, like yeah. what do say. Yeah. Like how do, like your wife's going to test you when you start becoming this new guy. And there's a reason why she's going to test you because people test what they want to trust. And when you gain the trust, when the trust goes up, the lust goes up. So how do you pass the test? Yeah. So like I like to be like blue flame thinking. Mm. How do we get to what the fuck's really going on? And then the answer becomes so simple. You know what to do as, as opposed to try, this isn't brain science. Yeah. Dodo bird like me figured it <laughs> out. I just did. I have more reps than most guys. That's all. Yeah. But I'm, but I like laying it out and going this, 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 this. 
MarriedGame.com will show you the way. It, dude, you guys' studio is epic. I don't want you guys to say, okay, goodbye, RBO out, until I, I want you guys to know, first of all, it's an honor to be on your show. Thank love you. you guys so much. Thank I love you. that you guys trust me with uh, what you do trust me with. It's 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 an honor having me out to your stage, you know, speaking. Yeah, no doubt. Anything Appreciate you always showing up for us in the way yeah. that you have. And bro, dude, you, really are, you really are a gift, though, too. Like, I've, I've been around a lot of dudes through married games some of them are in descent i've been to a lot of your your circles man and, and your stuff works and so like it's it's a no-brainer when you're in town it's like yeah let's do another episode because oh God, you know yeah. we believe in what you do man yeah. helps a lot of people hell yeah dude we gotta get you and your wife out there on our show when you get yeah. down there i know you yeah. don't travel but you actually travel he I tra- is, I, he's getting out I there travel, i'll travel 30 minutes to be here Yes, you did. Yes, yes. That almost went outside my uh, circumference, though. <laughs> you know? Close. Well, thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate you stretched it. me. I appreciate Thank that. You, I'm comfortable. <laughs> hey, guys, make sure you share the show with somebody that you love and you care about, especially men that might be struggling in their marriage. I think that this is, uh, this is a great episode for somebody to listen to. Uh, that'll get their mind turning a little bit, get them asking themselves maybe some of the right questions and hopefully get them recommitted to some of the things that they should have been doing the whole time. So guys, keep kicking ass. Take care. We'll see you next week. Peace.